Hey there, it's the host of The Machine of Nonsense with a little bit of housekeeping before the first day of the Nonsense of the Year Awards. A couple things. Didn't do a spoiler warning in this till about like, I don't know, 45 minutes in. Um, But this is the Nonsense of the Year Awards. So this is a full spoiler warning for everyone. We didn't get into like crazy spoilers in in this particular episode. But for the Nonsense of the Year Awards, um, we have to be able to spoil the stuff that we thought was great in in 2023. So... um, there's probably at least minor spoilers in this episode, and and going forward, um, we're probably going to cut this into three different days of content of the Nonsense of the Year Awards. Um, day two and day three, I expect to have uh, a lot of spoilers, so be warned. Um, we'll try to to like kind of spell it out in in like before we're talking. Uh, a specific thing uh, just in case you want to fast forward or whatnot um also at the beginning of this episode i said oh we're gonna do three different categories um but it ran a little long we only got to two categories so this episode technically just covers uh, most disappointing and best character from 2023 uh, day two will start with the best moment of 2023 uh, so that's the housekeeping and enjoy the episode It's the Machine of Nonsense. Uh, I don't know the episode. It doesn't matter. It's the Nonsense of the Year Awards, day one for 2023. The best and some of the worst things that were on our screens in 2023. Our third annual Naughties. I'm your host, Eric, joined as always by Kayla. Hey, hey. We've got Aaron. Hey. Tomas. Yellow. And Mike. Naughty, naughty. I like to potty. Let's do it. There it is. Our good friend Ryan also submitted some uh, some nominations in the three categories we will be going over today. And um, maybe we'll have Demetrius. We don't know. Maybe. Uh, you know, he might. <laughs> wild card. He's the ultimate wild card. Um, but as I said. This is our third annual Nonsense of the Year Awards. Uh, we started in twenty with the 2021 Naughties, and um, the three categories we're going over today are Most Disappointing, Best Character, and Best Moment. Um, best Moment oftentimes will turn into Best Scene, maybe Best Episode, Best Sequence. Um, we like to, to play around with that one, uh, but it's always a good time. Uh, so I think the best way to start off this uh, this conversation is to take a look back at our at our past. Uh, look back at twenty twenty one and what won biggest disappointments, best characters, and best moment uh, in twenty twenty one. In the biggest disappointment category, we had E three. Um, recently uh, completely killed, so a uh, little bit of uh, topical there. Or one up. The uh, GT trilogy, GTA trilogy remaster, uh, a, a just suck. buggy mess. Uh, Deathloop, um, a, a Deathloop. you know, highly touted uh, <laughs> game that uh, was, uh, you know, uh, 12 minutes, just a, just a, a, oh, a mess of a game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Maybe make some shit. <laughs> some thoughts. And last Daisy but Ridley? certainly not least, uh, Shang-Chi no kissy. Uh, no, yeah, no kissy that's... for Shang-Chi. Man. That was good. What a year. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you yeah, What's Shang-Chi's name? Simu Lu. Simu Lu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a... Seems convenience. Uh, What's up? Yeah. Shout out to my boy. He's doing it, man. Maybe he might come up in uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, best mm-hmm. characters for 2021. We had Mayor Sheehan, uh, of course, from the oh, East Man. Uh, Fred Hampton uh, from Judas and the Black Messiah. He's a revolutionary, so I hear. Willie Jack from Reservation Dogs. Hey, yeah, let's go do this. <laughs> Yelena from Black Widow and Father Paul Pruitt. From Midnight Mass. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, what, what was Mike's... Uh... <laughs> I'm sure it's coming up in moments. Oh, oh it's coming up in moments, Tomas. <laughs> Don't spoil it yet. Uh, best moments of 2021 were the end of Loki Season 1, the uh, Kang the Conqueror reveal. Oh, no. Might come up that. again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> One that did age well uh, is what are we talking about? What were we arguing about in uh, old M Night Shyamalan's old the the mm. beach scene? Um, really, really poignant moment. Um, Good one. Fred Hampton is a revolutionary. Uh, best moment was I am a revolutionary speech by Fred mm, Hampton uh, in Judas and the Black we'll Messiah. That. We also had the bridge battle between Echo and Jinx in Arcane. Uh, a wonderful she fight sequence. Dope. We're getting season two. We're getting season two. Um, In a little while, like next year, maybe. Uh, it's supposed to be 2024. Like November? Like we'll yeah. We'll see. Uh, and finally, Joe Colley's death, a.k.a. Jogurt. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, Goes down <laughs> uh, What a scene in 2021 uh on to 2022 in those same categories um we won't talk about best ensemble a category we uh used in 2022 and will not use in 2023 uh so on to most disappointing we had thor love and blunder uh for <laughs> the disappointment that was thor love and thunder uh it was like an eternity ago we had a book of boring fet uh for the book oh, of boring right. fet. <laughs> that's pretty good we you're had, on your a game that year <laughs> we had chrono cross radical downer edition <laughs> i hear it's, i hear they worked out most of the bugs <laughs> I, I keep i keep thinking man what could have been worse than thor and then it keeps getting worse <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had pokemon refuses to be great uh because uh they just they do and they continue to let's say refuse to be continue great. to disappoint me and uh god of war ragnarok doesn't land the plane uh were our most oh, yeah. disappointing things in they tried again though they tried again they... Controversial takes. Let's let's release the ending. <laughs> Our best characters like. from 2022 were Naru from Prey, Ilon, Viserys Targaryen from House of the Dragon, Jennifer Ooh. Walters from She-Hulk, Durin from Rings of Power, and Pearl from X and Pearl. She was in two movies, folks, in one year. What? What a character. Uh, and best moment, we had the one-shot episode of The Bear. Mm. We had the Nature of a Thing speech in God of War Ragnarok. 
the mm. flare scene in Batman, in the Batman, I should give it its The name. Batman. What a what a scene. Uh, every inch counts in Barbarian. Uh, just a, a wonderful sequence. Uh, and uh, learning to let go in Tunic. Learning to uh, cheese. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> follow that one was guide. A, that was like my favorite. <laughs> it's very good. I like guides. We use guides. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to miss anything, so like, uh, <laughs> he don't want to miss. Aaron, anything. Yeah, Aaron's Aaron's favorite Aerosmith song, and favorite uh, favorite movie of all time, Armageddon. I watch every night before I sleep. Yep, that's why I start. I start my bedtime routine at like two p.m. It takes a while. <laughs> it's like a two-hour commercial. <laughs> All right, um, let's go. Forget about those things. Forget about it, because 2023 <laughs> just happened, uh, and we're talking about 2023, folks. Uh, we're going to do it in the same order. We're going to do most disappointing, best character, <laughs> and best moment. Um, I'll start with Ryan. Ryan submitted a list, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll start with, with his, and then we can go in whatever order we'd like. Um, Ryan was not a fan of the movie Paint. Uh, that was his... First, oh yeah, most disappointing. Uh, I Not a great movie. <laughs> I've also seen paint. <laughs> that is the Owen Wilson like fake faux Bob Ross uh, style movie. Not as good as the uh, uh, what the hell was the Daniel Radcliffe one? Uh, Weird Al. Weird Al. Weird. Yeah. Weird Al. Weird Al is pretty good. Weird Al is great. Weird Al. Paint was not funny. It tries to be, but. Uh, <laughs> the Bob Ross documentary was fantastic. What was that the year before last? I it all blurs. Ryan, I watch that night. every night. That's my routine. Right, so yeah, I, I have, I'm not it sure. Makes you all upset and have nightmares. Like, <laughs> oh no! Ryan they treated him so badly. Oh no! The war, the war was never over for Bob Ross. Poor Bob. Oh poor Bob. What else did Ryan get? Uh, Ryan nominated the Marvels. Um, I, I think mm. the reception oh, of the Marvels is quite disappointing. Uh, not I not agree. necessarily the movie, but that's just oh, the Marvels was good. I never, uh, I didn't see that one yet. I didn't see, I didn't it, see it. I thought it looked really good. So yeah, and I like cutting that out. Movies. That does not get on our list. Fun. Whoa, Marvels is Fight. a fun movie, and I think it's a throwback to a MCU of yesteryear. Um, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Starfield is Ryan's third nomination. Um, a lot of people were disappointed in, in Starfield. Uh, that's an IGN 7 out of 10 uh, for Starfield. Oof. And, uh, you know, the game that was supposed uh, to be had the numbers ready. <laughs> uh, Starfield is better than a 7, but uh, perfectly it, fine to be disappointed. Who's, who's, who's paying you to say that, Eric? Uh, big Time <laughs> Howard. Yeah, Big Okay. Big, big, TM, big Howard. TM. Yeah, Big Time TM. Howard. Uh, Got out. Secret Jeez. Invasion. Uh, <laughs> let's just say I 100% agree with uh, Ryan on this. Um, Secret Invasion was trash. It, Hulu exclusive? I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Witcher Season 3 was the final nomination for Ryan. Uh, and he, oh, he, he put happened. honorable oh. trash mention Velma, Dead. the show, but I'm um, not. Ooh. Writing that oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Didn't, didn't watch it. There's you thought the fucking... Marvels was worse than Velma? Apparently. Uh, you, did. you know, Ryan's a silly boy. 
he didn't. He, okay. You know, maybe he meant the reception to the Marvels. You know, oh, maybe all the this is just his tryout. Allow that on the list. He's really trying. He's trying to men fenders. I love it. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, alt right wing people who wrote about that movie a lot. Oh, of course. YouTube. Let me just there's, tell you, Kamala Khan is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> and you get to see her do funny the... shit for like an hour and a half. It's, it's uh, Did you play the Avengers, the, the game at all? I played it no. a, like a little bit, and the only good parts of it are her. She's right. such a good character. She's, she's so cool. People don't like her because she's Muslim, she's Middle Eastern, and she's a woman. And her family ties are so fun. Yeah, it's... Like, her family is in in the movie and they're great well i assume you see the trailer for that movie and there weren't any like the trailer's fantastic too they're gonna you knew everybody was gonna be like oh this is just woke disney again yeah there it is yeah women women allison brie not allison brie what's her name brie larson Larson. there you go oh man i wish yeah, I wish. It, she's too guy. sexy for right. Disney. Most disappointing. Yeah, a little. The woke Disney. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's wild card. <laughs> Allison Brie will be in the MCU one day. Um, Is that Community Season 7? <laughs> <laughs> who's, uh, who's up next? Oh, I thought you were going to sign us. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, Aaron's next to me on the uh, Discord call, so we'll we'll go with Aaron. Uh, he's no. diagonal up from you and mine. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I see him. I'm diagonally up from him too. But anyway, uh, right above disappointing. Uh, my number one is Final Fantasy 16. Ooh. Um, wow. So the the beginning of the game is, if you guys remember, I was really excited for it. It was fantastic. Yeah. And it never gets any better. It's mm. just. That the 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 battle system gets more and more dull and repetitive, and the story gets more and more dull and repetitive, and the monsters just get more dull and repetitive. There's no exploring, even though they try to make it look like it is, because it's just wide open areas with nothing to find. Mm. Uh, There's treasure everywhere that you can see and go pick it up, but it's always useless crafting items when the crafting system is almost barely used in the game. Um, it's just an awfully made, awfully balanced game. Ooh, it's wow. The beginning, it, it looks fantastic. That's what it's okay. going for. It looks Hell fantastic. Yeah. Good code of paint. It looks fantastic <laughs> nowadays. Um, but it, it's just a shiny turd. It's like, uh, yeah. Like the Great British Bake Off, Aaron, you know, it's like when the outside of the cake looks really good and then it's super stodgy on the inside. Right, yeah. The guy gets spongy, yeah. man. He gets spongy. Yeah. But Oof. it's it's just it's just not like I don't know. <laughs> I just tried playing it. I, I literally was I can look at the you know how like the PlayStation now will tell you how far into the game you are. I'm like at eighty five or ninety percent and I'm like, okay, I I don't want to play this anymore. It's you can live fun. without it. <laughs> like I it's had rough. no interest in where the story and was going. Aaron, it's, you are a completionist. You yes. like to do it all. <laughs> I get obsessed. Right. I'm actually replaying Final Fantasy Seven Remake now just because Ooh, Rebirth is coming. Every game. And I again I'm still making sure I do every mission. Grabbing every that item, <laughs> maximizing every materia. Like I, that's how I do stuff in this game. It's just the skill tree is pointless. You get so many points to update like your little abilities 
And then it doesn't matter because you can always just reassign them as you fight enemies. And there's well, like 15 moves and only like four of them are fucking worth it. And <laughs> it's it's all about spamming your moves as fast as you can. Not anything fun at all. So. Well, it's really more than 15. <laughs> hey, like a lot of what you said you about know, it makes It makes me like 15 more. Because 15 didn't have a good story at all. It it starts with four dudes pushing a car and that's all it ever is. But yes. um <laughs> yes. but like the, the side quests and the exploring are fantastic in 15. It's just the the, the characters in the story that suck. Okay. And then in this it's just everything. So <laughs> except for maybe Sid. But you know, whatever. What about uh, mid? Ooh. What? What? Pretty mid. have a daughter named Mid in the game. You know what? Actually, I like was, her a lot. His daughter was, is pretty great. It's him who sucks. All right. You know what's funny? I'm, 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 literally, I'm literally replaying Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster, and <laughs> Sid is also in this game. He's in every game, but, uh, but Mid is. I'm hearing now that Mid is gender swapped because Mid is in five as his nephew. Whoa. Good. Whoa. Yeah. God, we got woke Marvel. Woke Square Enix. What is going on here? All right. Um, my second most disappointing is the mid to end game uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Ooh. Um, mm. Because that's another one where if you're in the castle, it's so good. And then once you get into the Scottish Highlands, it is. That's another. It's repetitive. Like they're like, oh, there's a hundred of these things you got to solve the puzzle for. Well, guess what? It's the same four puzzles one hundred times, and it's that's the the game. Once you leave Hogwarts, that game is not good because the story wasn't very good to begin with. Um, and then once you leave Hogwarts, it's just like, oh, here's some more hills with random goblins on it. So cool. And you played the fuck out of that game too, huh? I did. The world did. It was the best selling game of twenty twenty five. I was uh, glitched out of. Uh, Getting 100%, and I never went back and finished it after they fixed the glitch. So, Ooh. ah, see, it's yeah. now I know. He's why. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. um, yeah, well, that matters. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, my next disappointing is The Exorcist. Ooh. I thought the trailers looked fantastic, and then I watched it, and it was really fucking bad. So, didn't stick the landing. Uh, <laughs> It is like getting middle earth. What did you think of of horror (laughs) year overall, Aaron? What? How did did you feel about horror overall for 23? I liked it. A lot of the small ones were good. A lot of the small horror was great. Uh, It lives inside. Fantastic. Boogeyman was pretty good. What's your name from uh, Yellow Jackets? Did a fantastic job of that. She carried her dad's wigs. Her dad didn't too. Wasn't the best actor, but she carried it. Uh, Sophie, whatever. I forget her last name. Um, uh, that was you know those were both really good. What's the uh, subtitle no on, the so good. on the Exorcist? On um, the I forget. The Believer or something? Yeah, it's it's the whole thing is just like a oh my god, you believe in these Catholic rites aren't going to save us. Maybe if we do other random religion exorcisms, we can be saved. Like, it's silly. It's not. So it, it didn't live up to Pope's exorcist? How was that one compared? <laughs> I only watched Russell Crowe one. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe one. I'm sure they're on par with each other. I'm sure. 
It's just called Exorcist yeah. Believer. What a what a yeah. what a title. It's just well, because I thought it was gonna be so cool because you know it's like the um the two kids are uh they're they're possessed at the same time and they sort of have to make a choice and you know what like choice possession. But, uh, um this is actually another one where I suppose you could say the you know wokeness is ruining movie. <laughs> you know what choice the white parents are making. They're saving their own kid. Well, Guess yeah. the choice the black parents are making. They're trying to save both. Uh, oh my and then God. they go to like uh, Santa Maria or some other uh, island region um, to to exercise it. And it's just they tried really hard. I could the acting from the two girls was fantastic, and that's why the trailers look so good. Oh, okay, yeah, good splicing. Um, Next and most disappointing, which is my last because I didn't have five. Uh, yeah. uh, Pet Cemetery. I don't know if you guys read the book or watched the original movies. Watch the original. It, it tries to do the story from when Judd is young. Uh, and it does really badly because that, that part of the story is sort of gone into a little detail in the books. And it explains what happens. Uh, and then they show and in this movie, there's just major plot holes if you if you have to hold it up to the uh, the original movies or books like the first thing he ever says to that family basically is oh i buried my dog in pet cemetery and he came back yet in this movie judd's like 18 about to go to the army and he has no fucking clue how the pet cemetery works even though he said he's used it in the other things and he's not judd nelson right did hey, basically did Stephen King write any kind of other Pet Cemetery stuff, or is this just? No, I believe he only wrote the original. Right, so the, it's not. It's not like then. it's not like The Shining and you know. Okay, yeah. Uh, what was it, Doctor Sleep? Doctor Sleep, yeah. Um, Underrated. Those I like that movie. I, I like Doctor like Sleep. Sleep more. Than I like The Shining. So where's that? Doctor Sleep um, was good. Doctor Sleep is cool. is really good. I, yeah, I enjoyed I really it. Cool the director's story. cuts really good. Yeah. It's like evil X-Men. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> evil X- disappointing. Uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. Uh, Shinning. That's, that's the, the Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just not it didn't try to be a good movie. Like the acting wasn't good, the story wasn't good. It didn't look that good. Like Ooh. There wasn't much to it. They made it into like a weird angry zombie kind of thing. It's not good. Mm. There you go. Well, uh, Mike, you are next up in, in line. Uh, Mike. He's under. Um, I was telling Eric before, like, had a kind of rough time coming up with five things I was disappointed this year. So good on good on the year, you know. Yeah. Most, most of the time, there's quite a bit. Um, but I'm going to start with a very, an, I'm going to start with a Marvel one. And uh, it's a very specific one. Do you guys remember a character named Quaz? From uh, Ant Man Quantumania. No, not yeah. even a little bit. I didn't see yeah, that. He's, is that Cheaty? Yes, that is the character played by uh, William Jackson Harper, who is Cheaty on The Good Place. And he's in Ant Man for like five seconds <laughs> and like has a really cool ability and he's a really great actor and he's really funny and he's like something the MCU could really benefit from right now and he just never comes back in the film and they give shitty face modok like 30 more minutes yeah. to fucking 
be on screen and they give, you know, I'm sure now they would not want to give Jonathan majors as much time as they give and so on and so forth. Bill Murray yeah. weird character gets more time than <laughs> Quaz in that movie. And he might get the same amount of time as Paul Rudd though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'd, Quantumania sucked. I I did not like. <laughs> I put uh, Quas no screeny. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank yeah. you. I think that's appropriate. Um, my number four. Uh, another one, kind of specific one. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake. Mm-hmm. A great game. Mm-hmm. I think certain sections of it are even better than the original. The castle section is not. Mm. I think I think they kind of ruined the castle in the remake a bit and specifically the water room in the original Resident Evil 4 the water room is like a real test I feel like it, you you walk in and there's like these four like uh plank ways you can walk down but there's like an enemy at the end of every one and they all got shields and shit and <laughs> fucking uh, flails and stuff. <laughs> They're oh God! At you. And it's just really difficult place to like. Ashley like gets kidnapped or killed every time. It's just like really difficult spot. It's hard hiding people. And it's just icon. It's just an iconic room for me in that game. And I know how to like master that room now. And I really didn't like how they how that room was. It's like weird. You you get separated from Ashley like before it even like starts. I think. And you have to just deal with a ton of those like uh, big headburster snake thing like uh, that come out, and it's just like jumpies. I don't know. I, I I was I did not like uh, the castle part that much. And mm. mm. um, my number three is Microsoft waving the white flag. Just kind of they've had a really sh- like really weird year um you know they start off really good with like that they they're introducing this new developer direct thing that they do you know they they shadow drop hi-fi rush which everyone kind of universally like just loved right away and then they just had like all these flubs with like layoffs and all of this stuff with the activision uh buying of and then they uh, Redfall comes out and is just like a, a really big bummer. Uh, like that was one of the games Microsoft was touting. Like this is going to be one of our ten pull releases of the year. It's like scored like a fifty seven or something like that. And Phil Spencer, like the day after the game comes out, basically goes on kind of funny for this interview and has just really a bizarre things to like real like you're really saying this right now like saying like yeah we can't really compete with nintendo and sony you know we lost the most important generation to lose um because everyone was like uh developing these uh digital libraries of games and didn't want to move away from those libraries and I, i think that's a good point but not a point you really bring up and uh on top of that like they uh there was a hack with a lot of inf- or not even a hack uh from the uh the trial like a lot of information on microsoft's part was not protected or something or like not deleted from 
from the public archive or whatever. And it was a lot of like weird stuff of like, you know, we'd want to buy Nintendo, but that's a silly idea. These are the exclusives we'd want to pay for, but Baldur Gate three game of the year, we would, you know, that's like a C tier game or something like Whoa. they claimed. And then fast forward to the game releasing it's a huge hit they can't even release the game on their fucking platform because it won't work on their two two-headed system with the series x and series s uh they couldn't get the co-op to work on the mm-hmm. s and then you have starfield kind of being a flop ryan had that uh on his his most disappointed and yeah just a just a terrible year where you should have just been Sony and just close your walls and not say anything <laughs> ever, I guess would be, would just be better. Do you think uh, they thought that threatening to do things like make elder scrolls exclusive would bring more buyers than actually releasing good games? Like they thought people would, they had to own a Xbox for when these games come out. So they would have boost their sales more than just games. Well, they're, re- they're really not worried about, they're they're ex like the box anymore. Like they really just want to try. They think this cloud streaming thing is going to. And from what I've worked used it, it it works really well. Um, like you'll just be able to have Game Pass through a little dongle on your TV or just through your TV. I think Samsung TVs now yeah. can just download Game Pass uh, through that. And I I don't know it. They're the ones where, like, okay, Sony and Nintendo, they still, you know, hardware is what they're focused on. And Microsoft's trying to do, I don't know. They're just trying to figure it out. I don't know if they, <laughs> I don't they're know if they're planning to work. Yeah, they're trying to put the card in front of them. Yeah, but you can't, you can't invent the curve. Like, the, right. I, yeah. Like, well, they, the they've tried to, there just to run through a TV. So I don't, they've tried to do it before. You know, when they tried to force online only console and did, you know, no sharing of games Ooh, or anything yeah. like that. And they paid the price for that. And they still are. Big blender. Yep. And uh, yeah, just I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I don't even know why Microsoft as a like, you know, the whole entity likes the Xbox brand. Like, I don't know why it's even still a thing. I don't think the Xbox brand has ever made Microsoft money. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Kayla, sorry. I, I cut you off. Hard to be I revealed. feel like just last night I saw like a quote and it might've been from Xbox that like users need to get used to the idea of not owning Ubisoft, their games. Yeah. Ubisoft, Ubisoft said, said that. that. Yeah. Oh, but that's yeah. the idea. I think, you know, you, yeah. Ubisoft said it, but like that is the game pass idea yeah. as well of like, um, yeah, everything I, being a subscription, basically, I think that's and the them them going all in on Game Pass. I I think is a strong idea. I I don't know financially how well that's working for them. They haven't announced how many Game Pass uh, users in a, in like years. They haven't like said that. Really? They haven't announced console sales in longer than that. So oh, wow, I I don't think. Yeah. So I already buy all my games like digitally, which is all right. But I will say that as somebody who's 
PlayStation Plus expire and I just haven't gotten it back. Mm-hmm. It is really frustrating when I go to play a game and it's like, oh, well, apparently I was playing that game through PS Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I bought all of the expansions for XCOM 2, but apparently I don't own the base game. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was just playing it through <laughs> PS Plus. Like, I think that I do think that subscription thing is annoying. So, like, so you have to get used to not owning your game. Well, like, well, it was on there for like the two years I had it and now I just don't have it and I can't play any of my games. And it'd be one thing if it was still like offered at a normal price. But if you go and you look at the games that are all offered through like PS Plus and you try to buy them, XCOM, a game that's what, like over 10 years old? Like, yeah. It's uh, 40 something dollars on the, the PlayStation shit. Store. So clearly, if I really want it, I'm just going to pay for a year of yeah. PS Plus. Like, yeah. It's, it's it's all of the games are like that because I went back on a few of them. I'm like, oh, I'll play this. I was I didn't know what to, I didn't know what I wanted to play before. I bought like a dragon when it's coming out soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just it's every game that's on PS Plus they've just jacked the price up, so it's not worth it to buy it. And I can understand like thinking a subscription service saves you know time, money, whatever. But if you're using like the actual store to manipulate people into buying it, I think that's really frustrating. Most disappointing subscription services. There we go. That's very valid. Yes. Uh, (laughs) All right. That was my number three. Um, My number two, we're going to go with uh, games again and the Game Awards. Uh, Overall, uh, some of you might not agree with me, but just the, the show overall, I had no problem with like who won or whatever. Just the production of it, um, the choice is just to to give like the the acceptors like their speeches like just less than thirty seconds. <laughs> Sometimes, like they'd get up there and like they'd be able to just give a thank you, and then immediately it seemed music was playing for them, and then just to be met by seven trailers in a row and usually i'm i'm all for that i'm all for the e3 give me trailers give me trailers i i think there has to be a better balance there was so much you know and a lot of it just blends together and i would have rather have heard you know i would rather have seen and heard because they didn't even get to go on stage to accept this award it was one of the you know I'm going to rattle off 10 things right now that Keeley does. And that was best RPG or no best indie, I believe. And sea of mm-hmm. stars won that. And a, one of my favorite games of the year. And I would have loved to seen two or three people from the team go up there and be excited and, and, and say how, you know, thankful and how great it was to be, to be there. Best indie is like a, a, a big, a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I, I know Keeley is is really doing his best. I know he's kind of the, the you know he's mayor of video gamedom at the moment, and I I just think he needs to do a better job. I I know he 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 is good about listening to feedback, and you know trying his best to to change it. But you think this was he's in a tough spot. Do you think it's an overcorrection? Maybe he was listening to feedback about say Chris Judge's speech the year before he, <laughs> he just went on and on and on so they're like okay well we're gonna cut everybody short yeah uh, i gotta be a better balance a like huge overcorrection that he made yeah. then i i 
I, I think you're right, Aaron, but like it just it was crazy. Like the winner of it is game an of award the show year, at the end of the day. Game yeah. of the year gets cut off. And like the 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 guy from Larian Studios goes on to tweet what he would have said. And it was a, a really oh, well thought out and wonderful speech that he didn't get to give. Right. And well Larian uh, for, for yeah, they should have been given the time to speak. Yeah, I think it was an overcorrection plus um, an overcorrection of like, oh, we don't want anyone to run on stage. So if we're only on stage for 40 seconds, like, no, I think that's a good point, too. I think it's those things, but it's an overcorrection without a doubt. Like, it's bad. Bad. I I just hope that they keep trying. Because it it might not be perfect, but man, I want some type of show that does award these things, and I do get to see trailers, and I do, like I want that. I just don't want it to disappear like E three. <laughs> right. I don't think it's like going to you know that way. I think the the viewership keeps rising every year, and you know these people are paying like these companies are paying money to. To Keeley to be a part of it, right. <laughs> like I, I, I think that it is uh, financially good. Like, well, I guess maybe the indie people didn't pay their share. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I that just it's just a bummer when I was when it was over, and I I know it was very cool to have Kojima there and to have Jordan Peele there and hey, to yeah. present a new game, but they were given a lot of time. A lot, yes. a lot, a lot of yes. time. And it didn't need to be that way. I, you know, in the past, Kojima's just, you know, been there via satellite and shit. Like, but. Right. I, I don't know. Give, give Man. the, give the time to people who actually made games this year. Like, give, you know. Right. When, That's what we're when, here for. When Kojima's game comes out, he can have the time. But mm. right now, let's. Let's give it to Larry and let's give it to to all of those those teams that that gave us great stuff. Here, here. Uh, I was really excited at that time. I wish it was shorter. Good point. But man, I was really proud of myself. As soon as that like little went off, I was like, "That's us." Jordan Peele, and boom! Jordan Peele came out. I was like, "Oh shit!" Look at me. This Great call because I to even, to, even after myself. he was out, I'm like, who is? Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. I see yeah, that. I didn't catch it in the moment at all. He looks the door, much oh. older now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But right. just a fun, quick little announcement. Like that could have taken, you know, a, a quick little bit, a fun yeah, little like, skit. They all just take turns. Like this guy's the best, Kojima. That's it. Like we all know. Come on, we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> because of that guy for a lot of us, you know, like we get it. Uh, I don't know. It just year after year of that happening, it gets old. Um, yeah. And uh, my number one is a TV show, a little show uh, called Castlevania Nocturne. Mm. Oh, there it is. Uh, one of my most anticipated things of the year. You know, we we gave a lot of love to the original series. Uh, our first year, I think, was the final season mm-hmm. of Castlevania. Really great season, really great animation, amazing moments in yeah. that season. And this this season is just a trailer for some, you know, for another Castlevania show. Ultimately, I don't want to spoil if someone has it on best moments because it is a cool moment. 
at the end of this show, but it is just it is all just care build up for this character reveal, uh, re-reveal basically. And the animation of the show I thought was lacking except for the the first episode and the last episode. <laughs> and just the the character decision and development is not there. I think there's a really there's really cool group of characters, you know, tr- similar to tre- Trevor and, and Sypha and uh just I don't know. They just decided to keep them in these three spots. They only animate for like the cabin, <laughs> the the little like, <laughs> jail area under the church, and the church. And those are only three areas you go to in the show. And it's just the characters. I'm gonna go back there and beat them this time. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> You're not. That person died now because you made that stupid decision. And that is the whole show, I, I feel. And, and like, you have Richter Belmont, like, iconic-ass, cool character. And I did not, I wasn't feeling it. I did not feel Oof. like Richter lived up to, to anything uh, from those, you know, Rondo of Blood or any of that stuff that he was in. And... Yeah, just a bummer. I definitely will keep watching whatever they have, but <laughs> man, this was not it. Not it for me at all. Yeah. Kept telling myself like this is just, you know, getting started. They're they're trying they're scrap and start. So hopefully it'll just grow. It'll just but get do you, better. But do you remember do you remember <laughs> that first season of Castlevania? So I, I may have been I know you, you uh, kind of blew through, like, you, you ate it right, up. Right, I watched it all. So, like, it was all great. It was all great. Yeah, I, I, in comparison, like... I thought the creatures were creepy and cool, and... There were some very cool designs, yes. Yeah. And they do a good job of, of bringing in new, plus classic uh, Castlevania designs. But, nah. Big just, was cool. They let Legion out the gate too early, Mike. <laughs> Original <laughs> series. Well, no, like there's still so many cool things to do. I, I like, yeah, there. I don't. There's a lot. I don't I anticipate it. some groundbreak, like some great shit, like in a season three or a season four, like they did with the previous. Season. But mm. give me some, like you got to give me the breadcrumb trail, mm. and there's they, no they bread. No bread. At the very end of the crumb. Oh, I ain't no crumb. Ain't no crumbs. No. But anyway, that that's my list. That's not my list. Right. Thank you. Solid, solid. Um, I'll I'll go next. Why not? Um, solid bads. Solid bads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I threw. If you guys uh, aren't are uh, for the video people, you'll you'll see. But if you guys aren't uh, checking out my shared screen, I I threw Final Fantasy uh, sixteen up to the top just because uh, that was a very impassioned argument. Uh, I like it. Yeah, very and good. I think yeah. uh, uh, I think Mike made made some good arguments too there. Um, okay, uh, I've got uh, as my number five uh, the final mission of Viewfinder. A game that overall <laughs> I very much uh, did enjoy. Uh, a real vibes game until the final mission. For whatever reason, they decide to make it a it like, was a time a time trial. Uh, which the entire game is like a slow moving, very much vibes, very much like matchup. 
Uh, if you oh. don't remember Viewfinder at all, um, you're in a kind of a sublime-type world um, where you have um, cameras, various cameras that can capture images of the world and then use them as physical spaces. So you can take a picture of a, a ladder or a, uh, a staircase or something take that picture and superimpose it on another area in the game, and now you have a ladder to climb or something like that. Really awesome concept, executed really, really well. G good, like, I, I keep saying awesome. it's a vibes game, just a very slow-moving kind of uh, puzzly type of experience. And then they Lots of light bulb moments where you're like, oh, shit, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and really really good really cool. and then they decide to give you like a four minute timer or something to quickly blow through the the final mission and i think it just like flies in the face of like what that game is is about like there's a narrative aspect to why you're on a timer or whatever but i think they could have done something else or just it i don't know it, it didn't need to be and it really left it, it it left a poor taste in my mouth uh because i because it's the only time you could fail also in that game really like it doesn't oh. the game doesn't really have a fail safe there's like a rewind option that is like you can use at any time yeah. um so it it's almost like you you played this game for the first 5 hours or whatever <laughs> in a certain way and then they're like that ah, something different completely and 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 something completely opposite not just different but like opposite of of what you've been doing and uh yeah and, and I, I thought it was a, a disappointment um that's a weird skill check to just kind of have in a in a game like that i it was a just some weird decision making i, I don't know portal never does that you know like you know like just do what portal <laughs> does <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean very much like it it feels like portal in in throughout most of the game honestly and you feel real mm -hmm. smart like Kayla said light bulb moments and stuff and uh and then it's just like brute forcing your way through that final mission really um because sometimes it's so simple of like, damn, I can't reach that thing that's right there. But if you just take a picture of it and put it down, boom. And it's like, you're like racking your brain. How do I get up there? How do I create this ladder? When like, you can do it a million different ways, but you could just take a picture of it and put it close to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. My number four uh is video games forget how to end and this is a good time to mention i didn't mention it at the top uh that uh spoilers are allowed in all this uh we'll we'll try yeah. to um, you're gonna have to add a bumper at the beginning yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will. I'll, I'll add something uh but uh i have to kind of sort of do some spoilery stuff in in this discussion here so do it. um do it. you know move forward if uh anyone listening watching whatever but um Alan Wake 2, uh, a game that I, I loved and will be talking more about, um, forgets how to actually, like, end a game, you know? Like, it's, 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 it's in a lot of ways that Nocturne is uh, an advertisement for future content. Uh, Alan Wake 2's ending is very much uh, that. Um, sea of Stars, a game that I, I, I liked, um, forces you to do a collectible hunt to get the true ending of the game. Um, a, a pretty, like, huge, big, like, poignant thing and with extra bosses and, and stuff. Uh, yeah. Starfield, uh, decided to create <laughs> a... Rant. 
you have to play it for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it hides a ton of its really, really cool content uh, behind having to play it multiple, like, many, many times. Um, uh, and I think I had another example, but... Um, Anyway, just uh, a lot. Of, it just seemed like a lot of the games that I like overall did enjoy playing this year. Um, just did not know how to uh, actually wrap up a narrative or give me just like a, a satisfying conclusion. Um, it, it, multiple endings in games in general, I'm not a huge fan of, but like hiding things behind having to like play through a whole game again or uh, ending your game on like. Not even a cliffhanger, but just like a, hey, we didn't finish the story kind of thing at all. And we're like, but there's going to be more. Just you wait and see. Like that just. Spider-Man it, does that. It leaves it leaves a bad taste in, in some ways for, for me. So um, it just seemed like it happened a lot this year. Um, we can't all be Chrono Trigger, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love a game with a with a good ending. Uh, I think you got to stick to landing, right? Um, and. See, that, that was the thing. Chrono Trigger had an ending, but then all the other endings were just, you know, you could, Actually, they're sprinkled out. They, yeah. they weren't the main, you know, but you could find them. Yeah. Ooh, good one. Uh, my number three is the actor writer strike. Uh, I I support oh, the uh, the ability <laughs> to strike, folks. I I want our our writers and our actors to be paid. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I want them to be forming a union. <laughs> uh, however, I want Andor now. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> yes. Yeah, you do your pod without us, Andrew. <laughs> Oh God! I'm being canceled. Give me soon too. <laughs> but you guys have just named, yeah. Like I, because of this, um, we're we're missing out on on so much. Uh, and 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 it's it's thrown a uh, a real wrench in a lot of productions. Things have um, you know, just gotten really muddy and really messy. And um, and. You know, everything 2024 is going to be a weird 2023 was a weird second half because of this. And 2024 will will also be be weird. There's just a lot of things with nebulous release dates um, and and stuff like that. And uh, it's hard to like build a podcast or, or <laughs> around this stuff. You know, guys, I want release dates. I want uh, to know when my my Dune 2 is going to be here. Um, I want it. It's going to be a heavy game year, you know. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> maybe it won't. We'll see. But, uh, no, I couldn't yeah. draft half my games. Because... <laughs> I'm, ha I'm happy that the actors and writers got contracts that they they like. Um, but uh, I think we'll be feeling the 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 effects of uh, of that. I wish they had been paid uh, proactively, you know, uh, and didn't have to strike. Uh, that that's... I actually think. Uh, it turned out a little better than that strike that happened in like 2007. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like every show I was watching back then got canceled because of the strike. Yeah. Like, pushing Daisies, which at the time was popular, but they're like, oh, we're just not going to write another season for this. There, that has happened in. though. Like, at least they've used studios have used that even in this like strike as mm -hmm. a excuse. Um, there's it, some of it is is a little bit like, oh yeah, were you going to cancel it anyway? But like you're using it like 
as a as a negotiating tactic kind of thing. Right. Um, yeah. But it is it, it happened here too. Like there were shows and and uh, productions and stuff that did did. At least the producers like came out on the record and said like, oh, you know, if if we could have got this production out, you know, six months ago, uh, it would have not been canceled. That that kind of shit did did happen. Right. So, and then whenever I hear that, it just sounds to me like, oh yeah, it's it's our fault. It didn't come out then because we refused to pay them what they're worth and didn't want to update their their pay structure yeah. from fifteen years ago. Uh, pay so, these people, right? Like I like, pay like feel like we pay as consumers we're all deep in so it's it's out there just right, like, spread it share the wealth i see i feel like i get an email every other month from netflix <laughs> saying like oh you know pretty soon we're gonna raise the price by a yep. dollar and they keep raising it by a dollar fucking yeah. everything it's uh, all the streaming services my goddamn internet my fucking all of my bills i wasn't all they trapped into the higher subscription because like i just want to have like the the whatever HD like access on Netflix. I don't necessarily need like six screens, but they don't they don't have an access of like one or two screens, and then also the, uh, HD. the HD. And mm. some of the things they were fighting I got for like twenty three dollars a month for something that doesn't even really shows that much, right? Yeah, oh, and that's the the streamers are you know a big part of of why uh, the actors and writers were were striking just because like yeah they're not getting residuals they're um, you know AI is a big talking point uh, you know um, yeah you know so it it was it was needed you know uh, terminators <laughs> but uh, but the the ramifications of of you know everything is we're gonna be feeling it for you know years and then in five years they're gonna have a, a battle on their hands again so we'll see um lack of effort that's my new disappointment <laughs> <laughs> yes very much so uh number two on my list is the mass layoffs in the video game uh industry um just to really i think layoffs suck anytime like the video game industry has always had a bad like they staff up for, for games and stuff like that for these big productions and have people working on them for years and years and then they just let thousands and thousands of people go it's been a like issue in the industry forever but juxtaposed next to the fact that like arguably this has been one of the best years for for video game releases like for the quality of video games uh in maybe ever or you know it's a top five all time or something year in video games but then you juxtapose that with like tens of thousands of people who worked on these phenomenal games be like losing their jobs and everything else and studios complaining that like oh yeah we sold 10 million copies but that was not that was not enough to to keep these people employed or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, our projections yeah. were 20 million copies or, you know, whatever. It's those two things just next to each other are just ridiculous. It, it, it makes happen, your head yeah. spin. It really does. I feel like every episode of What Happened that I watch about like a poor game development and like just it's usually just like the execs and the high ups like finger being so far from the pulse of like the realism of like game sales from like a previous game going forward. Like none, none of these motherfuckers are in the trench. They just, they just want the cash. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Fuck them all. And yeah. I, I think a lot of it is just companies trying to chase 
trends just way too late. Yeah. And it's not something you can do. Everyone wants to be a Fortnite or some kind of games of service. Yeah. And that bubble is bursting <laughs> right now. Oh, uh, burst. Even like you see the the layoffs that uh, Bungie has to do. And you would think like, wait, the Destiny developer has to have layoffs. But yeah, like they just, you know, aim for the moon. And uh, that's just not not where where the scene's at right now. And uh, nope. I literally watched yeah. it in real time. And then a thousand like, people have to deal with the consequences of like right. some yeah. decisions made by five people in a boardroom, you know? Yep. I, I, I really love the game. I and those guys. I like knowing all about it. I like to know every aspect of it, really. And it's just a shame that it seems it's just a nightmare to work in the in that industry. Like, from the development side to the journalism side. Uh, it's just such a bummer because it is, it's a miracle that these things come out and are great. And yeah. these are the people that really are the ones doing that. And it's the, you know, the chuckle fucks up at the top that, uh, yep. that get these golden parachutes and they don't care. Uh, and it's such a bummer. Very disappointing. One might say, and, I got good pressing. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Small category. I love that we we start with most disappointing to really like bring the mood down uh, for everyone listening, and then uh, they never end up getting to best character or best moment. (laughs) No. My final one I shared with uh, with Ryan. Uh, Secret Invasion, I thought, was a goddamn mess. Uh, So I've bolded it, (laughs) and I'm gonna move it to the number two spot uh early Ooh. on here in our our list i Double I, up. I mean it doesn't require a ton like you had a show with like olivia coleman uh sam hill jackson um daenerys targaryen i can't think amelia clark Amelia uh, clark. you know um uh, ben, 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 oh, ben, what's the dude? ben mendelsohn the, uh yeah know, uh, um uh, the yeah the guy from barbie uh um, french dude who who who's Friends? kind of the standout? Oh, yeah. um, the bad guy. The bad guy. Yeah, yeah he's, I cannot. He's think good of his in name. Secret Invasion. Real good. Yeah, he's Kings- Kingsley. Kingsley, Kingsley Benedier. King- yes, thank you. King- Kingsley uh, Benedier. Really, really tries to bring the show up. Olivia Coleman's okay. Mm, they're um, good, but it 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 really feels like everyone else is kind of phoning it in, and no one can save this show, and it. It's such a cool concept too, but like you can just see, you could just feel the seam so much of like, man, we really should, we want to do Secret Invasion, but um, we should have probably done this like 10 years ago when we could have any of like the Avengers that matter or whatever, or do it 10 years from now when you've got x-men or or whatever i you know i don't know but now wasn't the right time it it was just bad I, it was like okay. kind of no redeeming qualities almost like and you you introduce this character in gaia yeah. uh it was ben Mendelssohn's daughter played by amelia clark and at the end of the series you give her every power <laughs> basically and now she's just like an omnipotent fucking. <laughs> like, She's a wave character. Yeah. Do anything. Yeah. Uh, Should have just saved it for what if. Marvel is a mess. <laughs> uh, it, it is. Yeah. 
I, I just don't get it. It's like all the stories are already written. Um, I think they just try to put too many like mainline stories in a single like phase or trying to do too much shit oh, oh, adjacent, like parallel to each other. Like it's just pick one through line, man, stick to it, sprinkle little things here and there. Um, it, it doesn't need to all be done. Like comics have had so much more breathing room in between their major storylines. You don't need to get it all out in like five years. It's like, fuck dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Secret Invasion was uh poo 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 bad. Poo poo bad. Poo poo bad. bad. Can I go next? Yeah, I want yeah, to end them on uh, my screen <laughs> at least. All right, I'm, I'm going to start off with Marvel in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just hasn't been a great year for them. Um, quality of their stuff isn't great. Uh, you know. You can leave, leave the woke Disney shit aside. <laughs> Trust me, I hear, hear enough about it in my state. <laughs> but, oh, yes. yes. Bless your yeah. hair. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, we out here in the Badlands. I'm out here trying to drain the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Gross. <laughs> Got swamp ass 24 <laughs> 7. I don't know, man. Just like I, I think it all started last year with Thor, <laughs> and it's just kind of been, you know, hearing all of your guys's takes. Like everybody had some kind of Marvel take, it seemed like prior to you know my list, and uh, yes, yeah. So just just an overall blanket, yeah. you know. You know whose power Gaia didn't get Quaz's because they fucking <laughs> forgot about Quaz. <laughs> Quaz no screeny. Cross that screen. There we go. Uh, let's see. I, I put down. Uh, these are in no particular order, by the way. Uh, I wrote down the that animated Scott Pilgrim show. Uh, I okay. Oh, I like Dude, it. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. I we didn't hate it. it I didn't hate it. But like, it was just meh. You know. Meh. Really? I, I watched it. I watched it all in a single taking. Uh, I was. Okay. You know, I was uh, had an injury, uh, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna take a personal day, and I'm just sitting in my room, laptop. I'm like, you know, let's, let's, let's watch this. It's only like eight episodes, 22 minutes, bite size. You know, finished it before lunch, and uh, I was like, man, I, I wanted to be way more impressed by that. Mm. Uh, all the original, you know, cast, voice actors. Uh, I just. It, like I said, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. Okay. And that disappointed me. Yeah, hell yeah. Scott Pilgrim takes I, off is what that one's called, yeah. right? Yeah. I really enjoyed the movie when it came out. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I was maybe that's what I was expecting. Hard to catch lightning in a bottle, especially that many years afterwards. You know, but uh, yeah. Disappointing for me, at least. Uh, then, uh, you know, my last three are all just kind of like more personal to me, so I won't go on to them too much. Uh, so the Persona collection was like released this year too. Uh, you know, they did Persona 3, Persona 4, and Persona 5. Uh, you can argue that Persona 5 and Persona 4 were released in their best forms, uh, Royal and Golden. But for Persona 3, and mind you, the remake is coming out this year, yeah. but 
I'm talking about last year. Uh, they released the PSP mobile version of Persona 3 in this collection, and it is hot doo-doo. And they already have like a better version of Persona 3 that came out. I think it was like Fez, which was yeah. like the game plus like an after story with more content. You know, so it's like all these games come out and then they release the the polished version like two years afterwards mm. um yeah and they've yeah. they've, they've that's Royal. always been like the baseline for these you know these games and uh they just didn't do that for three they didn't give three that shine uh that it should have had and i was really looking forward because i hadn't played that game since i was in high school and uh it's probably why i'm excited for the remaster but uh yeah the remaster is really- not gonna have the fez stuff either i don't know if it is but you know it's like if you've played the mobile version, yeah, like it sucks. Like it's it's all oh, just I, like yeah. it's it's click. You know, it's right. like you know, I'm not running around. I'm not interacting with environments. The only run around actual part is the dungeon crawling. Uh, yeah. It might as well have just been an old Shin Megami Tensei game where I'm like, you know, going through a grid to go through a dungeon for the rest right. of it. Uh, but yeah. I just I think yeah, like say. Because they're not going to have the option to be a female main character in the remaster. And I think that's really tone deaf for like the audience of these games that just love that option. Like that that is what people want from this game. Like I'm sure there's a whole entire subreddit about like the female protagonist and the, you know, the choice because that's, that's the one thing people make the argument that that's why they released the, uh, the portable version because you can choose the female protagonist. Oh, okay. Uh, But still it's, it's such a small thing and it, I don't know, man. Fucking, I, I guess that's my hot take. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and then uh, next one I wrote down. This one's for you, Aaron. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. I was I meant to put it on my list. So it's there. It's there, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> we got that's him. another one I didn't finish. I played a lot of it, and it yep. just same here. I, I think it's either Fire Emblem First fire, I think it's the first fire emblem I've played to date that I did not finish. Damn, yeah, wow, yeah, so bad. And then hearing Aaron's takes on it, too, just kind of like, man, it's like, man, this motherfucker's spitting, <laughs> putting this game down. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope genealogy of the Los Enfants Terribles or whatever is, yeah, uh, good for you guys. well, it's a, it's a remake of a ready made game, from what I understand. So, you know, they already, they already got a groundwork, but you know, what. Remake to Japan, not remake to us because we didn't get like the first like eight Fire Emblems in America. So, right. who's rolling back on some of those early Fire Emblems and re release them? Like, it'd be cool to have like Sacred yep. Stones or even, yeah, even Shadow awesome. Dragon from uh 3DS or the yeah, the 3DS uh, Shadow yeah. Dragon and put it on the, something like the Switch now. That would be, I think, that would be fantastic. Yeah. So, Super uh, doable, oh, they'll, they'll Super do easy. it. Give me the collection. The, the two from uh, the GameCube. Uh, yeah, those games, are, those games are fucking good. The Ike ones? And they're impossible to find. Radiant because they released like a few of them in the US. And so I, most copies in the world are just Japanese. You have to almost have to play the ROMs to play them. Right. We don't condone that behavior here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only if you already own the game. Yes. Do not pirate. <laughs> Give me a collection. Everybody's doing it. It's the hot new trend. Come on, baby. Nintendo. Uh, 
then my last thing is and it's another video game thing and it's another rpg video game thing and yes i'm gonna beat this into the ground um so the the pixel remaster games were uh released on consoles as opposed to steam this year um final fantasy Fantasy one through six six. um and they released them they're great don't get me wrong i like i like the games it's fun way to play but like in the interim of the original games coming out to now, you know, we've had Game Boy Advance remakes, they've added new dungeons, extra content, re-releases prior, and these are just the brass tacks, bare bones, That's original bummer. versions of these games. At least an update patch, something fucking, you know, it's like it couldn't have been that hard to add that extra content into these games, uh, you know, an extra dungeon here and there. Uh, all the shit's already there. You got you got the stuff. Just fucking. I mean, I'm very, uh, for a price of like fifteen bucks for a game you've already released like five times already. Mm-hmm. Just give me all the content, you know. Uh, so Final Fantasy VI Advance still the best way to play it. I mean, it's God, well, the advanced games aren't like perfect either because the the text is pretty awful. Uh, it just doesn't play as well on. A, Game Boy, like, the music's not as good. That was, like, the one thing, you know, these games did have, like, remastered soundtracks. But, uh, I don't know, man. Just, like, I just feel like they could have did more with it instead of just, you know, just pixel them up and then... Yeah, and you see all these other expensive, like, they're giving the Mana franchise this big... Yeah, big fucking new code. Well, I mean, they they re-released, like, a fucking... Mana has always been a fucking weird series for me. It's like, there's some of them that I really like, but like, man, I, I'll tell you, nine out of ten of them don't stick the landing, Mike. Like, why Why are they like trying to revive this? I have no idea. Dead zero. No idea. It's so weird like, to me. They're like, okay, so like Seiken Densetsu 3, that's the name of the game in Japan, right. Seiken Densetsu. Okay, so we only got Secret of Mana. Uh, Eric used to have the original one, I think, on Game Boy, which was called Final Fantasy on Game Boy. Oh, yeah. uh, Fantasy Legend, right? Adventure, yeah. I think. Uh, and that game was oh, fucking adventure. good when they released it for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, you know, it was like it was like playing Legend of Mana or Legend of Mana without. You know, every other hit you do missing. <laughs> it's like hit detection was existent in that game. But, uh, and then, yeah, I guess they came out with Second Densetsu 3 in Japan. And then, you know, ROM people made a translation patch, blah, blah, blah. People knew about it for years, decades. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, let's fucking, let's dig this fucking corpse out of the coffers and put a new coat of paint. Uh, what's, what's fucked up is they released that mana collection with like all three of them. Yeah, and then they released a completely polished, renewed version of you know the game we never got, which was like, Boo Boo. I heard. I never played it. I was already pissed that I bought the collection, and then you gave me a new version of the game that I kind of bought the collection for. Uh, not the, man. Now I'm just going back in time. Like, why I'm upset with Square and <laughs> where's can we, can, God. Damn it! I was like, I wasn't expecting to get this. Like, I was like, oh, my list is a little bit more. List of square, honey. <laughs> I guess I'm covering the video game aspect. Uh, you guys talked more about TV and shit. <laughs> no, Kayla's gonna have five different uh, Square disappointments. I think. I'm, I'm pretty. Well, sure. Square just said they think their problem is releasing too many uh, budget games, right? Like they just want to. 
start just doing bigger ones and that's it. I don't know, man. Just make them Great. good. It's like, give me one game a year and just make it really fucking good. I'll probably be all right. Now that's what they're probably about more than games. <laughs> like, fuck, man. It's like, I don't need that much shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, Caleb. Excellent, man. Uh, you're, My turn. you're the last one. My turn. Fuck them up. <laughs> We've got some Marvel. We've got some Marvel. <laughs> yeah, um, we do. Ant-Man, Quantumania. Just Ooh. straight trash. <laughs> oh. um, not only you, is Ryan. it super disappointing, of course, what happens with uh, Jonathan Majors, um, but that movie, even without that, hanging over it is just not an ant-man movie it's a michelle pfeiffer movie um (laughs) i i think the you you like the best part of ant-man is just it's charming funny paul ruddness and you 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 don't have you don't give him time to do that and develop his relationships uh and deliver the crew's not there either like his his buddies Yeah. yeah right yeah, all, all yeah. the heart is gone in in this movie, so it's just no good. Was this um, contract like coming up or something? Was that it? I think they're kind of all in on Ant Man, really. But okay, no, I'm just saying. It's well, like, there's I'm, so many Ant Men. There's there's his daughter, <laughs> his daddy, his girlfriend, his bald headed granny. <laughs> all of them. They're just there's just too many. It's yeah, doesn't work. Ugh. Uh, more Marvel. Agreed. Secret Ooh. Invasion. <laughs> hey, <laughs> three time champs. Yeah, invasion. Secret Invasion. <laughs> Put that um, one on the board. <laughs> I think it had a lot of really good performances, <clears throat> but it just didn't need Amelia Clark. Pretty much, I feel like it would have been better without her in it Nothing at all. Damn. I don't hate her. I don't hate her. I do. I do. Damn. Saying it. Yeah, Mike said he'd fight her. He he put it on the internet. It was, Fuck him up. Yep. And it's so weird to have listening like, to <laughs> Secret Invasion with Fury and then also in the same year have the Mar- the Marvels with Fury. It's just yeah. kind of Oh, weird timing. Like I, I liked Eric's thought on that. Just like not the right time for Secret Invasion. I would have, I would have liked to see something different. <clears throat> um, so Secret Invasion. Yeah. Sure. Um. Locked next, in. I have another film that I was, I was pretty excited for. I mean, you tell me, you're taking Adam Driver and dinosaurs. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And cool, like Adam can't drive. (laughs) Just it sounded so. Oh my god! I thought I was gonna get like Returnal with Adam Driver, right? Yeah, it was gonna be fucking cool. And um, oh god, what's the girl's name? Who's fucking everybody? She's in Barbie, the little girl. She's Gamora. She's in this movie. She's Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, Gold G, some, uh, Ashley G, something like Ariana Goldblatt. Ariana Gold. 
yeah. Ariana, Ariana Grande. Green, green, <laughs> Blatt, green, Blatt, Ariana, green, green, Blatt. Blatt. Yeah, green, she's yeah. everybody. She's everywhere. Um, and so, like, I trust that she can. Act, I mean, she's always a child actor that doesn't get a lot of screen time. But like, I felt like, oh, okay, this is gonna be her opportunity to do some more stuff. And they just don't let her do anything. They, it it was just oh. like a non-speaking role for her, basically. Right. Pretty. Yeah. They don't yeah. speak the same language. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Even Man, then, it... so you have like the like tall, sexy, handsome, save you, help you, Adam Driver. He's six who's five. A great. Yeah. Who's a great actor and like, oh, it's going to be great. I want to see him in an active role. Like Kylo Ren was the most like physical fighting. Well, I guess last. Well. You know, I've seen him flourish, and I want to see more flourishing. Yeah. And I thought this was going to be that opportunity. It was not, and I I think it was because like the movie was PG, I guess. So like, oh, that's PG thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen. I watched Indiana Jones yesterday, and let me tell you, they get away with a lot of stuff. I could have seen some stuff in sixty five. You wanted to see his driver. Oh, I, <laughs> I see. did. Okay. You wanted to see. I would. I would look away. Uh, at least at least in some gray sweatpants. <laughs> you were gonna tell me he was always in bed. not gray sweatpants, living by himself on the spaceship. He was in sweatpants. This is the thing. Oh, he's from the future. <laughs> There's no gray sweatpants in the future. And he sounds like hell. On spoilers for 65. It's set 65 million years ago. There's no gray sweatpants in dinosaur times. Come on. There's people. no pants. There's no pants. Kayla wanted no pants. Even better. Well, Even better. He's got I mean, dinosaurs show their packages. If, if Chrono Trigger taught me anything, there were no gray sweatpants in 65 million BC. So. Exactly. Well, right. it Grass just had all nothing. the. It just sounded so cool, and it was just very much a PG 13 movie, and I was very sad, disappointed. All movies should be R. Yeah. I agree. Yes. MC yes. 17 or nothing. <laughs> uh, another repeat. Eyes wide shut. I got Starfield. Oh, just my <laughs> my biggest complaint with it will be like kind of what Eric said earlier. It just doesn't end. I don't like I don't like when like the main story is 500 hours. I want to be able to get the bread and butter, like all the, the optional stuff. The side stuff should be optional side can add cool. to it and definitely make it better. But I wanted to at least be able to get through the main story. And it did the thing, too, where, like, there are lots of planets that you can explore, but just, like, some ore that you mine that you don't really even understand how to mine it or what it does or how to <laughs> use it on your spaceship crafting. And you just don't really understand how to do anything in this game and there's there's not really a lot to do in this game. It does have some cool moments, um, but it just was too, like, vacant. They should have added so like, much hype for it. Man. Yeah. They should have added and a of planet. Of course there'd be hype. I, got, I had hype. Oh, I will say, though, what I really liked about Starfield was, like, the patchwork art. 
oh, that stuff was just so satisfying. <laughs> just so <laughs> cute. I think the art of the game is is what holds like it up uh, in general. Yeah, the, the marketing the of it, the colors. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> is it a game? Starfield? Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> does it play well? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. It plays just like any other Bethesda game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, so, uh, I don't know, man. It's like I felt like with the other Bethesda games, like, you didn't have to do any of the side crap to get the main story, at least, right? Right. So. And the side stuff was a lot more fun, even still. Like, this stuff just wasn't yeah. very. Thieves Guild. Fulfilling. It's usually the best stuff in Bethesda. RPG is the side stuff. Yeah. Right. I don't even really know what the main story is in Bethesda game. Right. I can't say that I've ever actually even finished a main story in the Bethesda games because the side stuff's too much. Too good. I finished Oblivion. Mainly Oblivion because I think I was borrowing it from Josh. So I had to give it back. Like the main characters can't die in Oblivion or uh, Skyrim, but in yep. Morrowind, if you kill the wrong person, there's just a thing pops up that says like the thread of fate has been severed. You have to restart your game if you want to continue the story. Whoa! Wow. Um, I mean, well, sever that thread, baby. <laughs> my last one is uh, another double up with Brian. Uh, is The Witcher. Oh. Oh, hey. yeah, Witcher season three. Ryan was on point this Man. year. Witcher season one, so good. Witcher season two, not terrible. Witcher season three, though, the the my it's more of a specific thing, whereas like we know Henry Cavill's not coming back. And they had an opportunity. They fucking layered us. They yeah. they shot Leia out of a ship. They killed Geralt, and then they brought him back just to send him off. Into like the the final scene is him like walking into the forest and it's like what motherfucker are we you had like such an opportunity to to pass the torch to be like oh well we know we're not getting Henry Cavill back and it's gonna go on to Siri she's gonna be the Witcher now like you could have done that but you didn't and it's just I don't know what like they're still supposed to be making it what the like. Ball. It did not set it up for like me thinking that they have an I- idea of what they're doing. Would you be so. happy if they replaced Henry Cavill with Adam Driver in gray sweatpants? <laughs> That's fun <laughs> oh, to think about. I'll spend, I'll spend some time with that thought. How I, know, that? I know that show could do what you want. <laughs> Oh. I there's lots of tub scenes, you know. Henry Cavill's also nice. <laughs> you know, Very odd. No, in a oh, tub in sweatpants. That I don't I need sweatpants. Oh. No, no, no. Tub, tub, tub and sweatpants. Leave them on. <laughs> Leave them on. <laughs> Witchers are into some weird shit. Um, yeah. Okay, so we have three double ups at this point. We've got Secret oh. Invasion. We've got Starfield. And we've got Witcher season three. Um, I I I will at least mirror uh, some of the things about s- season three. I think it was kind of a mess, and going into it knowing um, kind of one 
probably the best part of the series is no longer going to be best part. part of it. Yeah, yeah. Was just a downer just going into it and and the season did nothing to like um make that any better yeah. in any way. I know so part of the reason that he didn't that he wanted to leave was that they were like not following true to the story, which I'm actually yeah. rereading the books right now and you can see where it does part and he wanted to stay true because Henry Cavill's a fan. He's he's dedicated to his role, and they weren't following through, so he left. Left for Warhammer. Ooh. So for me, right. uh, so we've got we got Secret Invasion, we got Starfield, and we got Witcher season three. Normally, when we have like double ups or triple ups, um, we we try to keep those because they they represent the uh, the pod yeah. as a whole. Um, did anyone else play Final Fantasy 16 at all? I I heard that it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron's I, I argument was I, was pretty. I like strong, having no one on it. Uh, for I me, I Ryan really liked it. I think. I think Ryan did really dig it. Um, the thing that, like, I mean, when you were telling me early on that it just like isn't an RPG, and then I I heard a lot of other people kind of saying very similar things on, on podcasts and mm-hmm. reviews and stuff. And... Like, um, I go to Final Fantasy games for to, to play an RPG, you know, not to play a Devil May Cry-esque game or something. But, uh, um, That's a good point. Uh, it's okay. Well, um, what about putting it at five? That's okay. Yeah, let's put it at five for now. See where yeah. what that looks like. Tentatively. Well, that's four, I guess, because we don't have a a, a, a five yet. But, but anyway, what do we think? Uh, I thought Mike's argument for um, uh, what was it? The Microsoft waves the white flag. Uh, created a lot of uh interesting discussion. Even though I'm I'm still on on Microsoft's side. I'm still part of that fanboy. I'm still yeah a little bit. But still got the subscription. But you know, I I think. Mike's right. Like they're trying to zag, and so far, um, there's no signs that like it's working. I I don't know. You know, like. Um, uh, Quick question, Eric. What browser are you using? Uh, I. A big man. What is that? Edge. I I have edge, edge down there. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do use Edge. Yeah, I guess I use Edge. Um, I like layoffs, uh, as well. That's sad. It's just that's that's really disappointing. <laughs> like just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I think we all got a little a little passionate about just saying fuck you to the the big wigs. Well, up and it's top. one of those like the layoffs is one of those things, kind of like the strikes, where the ramifications, like the long term, we're going to be feeling it for like years yep. and years and years. In, yeah, in the paying consumers. Yeah. Uh, so it's that'll be rough. Um, and so will all those people, you know, like those t- the tens of thousands of people who lost their jobs or um, many of them will never work in the video game industry again and we will be worse off for it. Uh, so that is the thing. Um. Anything else? Uh, Marvel in general? Uh, I think we all have a lot of strong thoughts about where where Marvel is right now, where the MCU is. Um, I think that's a, a, a contender for me. I'll I'll send it up the ladder here. Um, <laughs> I want to at least note that I wrote Fire Emblem in Gag Me with a Spoon. 
uh, because uh, you know I had to. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. I remember early on in the year, or even throughout the year, Aaron was pretty passionate about how bad Fire Emblem yeah, was. Engage was, and then Tomas did uh, kind of repeat that. Uh, sure. so I, think I that, got the alley oop. Yeah, Aaron threw it up in the middle of the year. I, I, I got the ball. Exists, That's how bad it was. Well, yeah, and I play. It's like the beginning of the year I played it. I think so. I think you ended up probably replaying <laughs> the, the better game. Was it three houses? Oh, I've, I've, I've got probably over a thousand. Ironically, it, it helped you. Fire Emblem Engage helped you win the 2023 video game draft, but. Uh... Oh man. <laughs> That's sad. That's funny. Uh, so, okay, Secret Invasion, Starfield, Witcher Three, locked in. Probably Final Fantasy Sixteen, locked in. Um, and then we're maybe just looking for mass f- layoffs. Mass layoffs. Kind of- what do we think? What- no, no, I was, I was just gonna say that, like, we already got Secret Invasion representing Marvel, so true. It's the micro. It, it's um, kind of the uh, poster boy for Marvel's yeah. fucking terrible. I think three of you said it. Do we like and most disappointing Secret Invasion, Starfield, The Witcher season three, Final Fantasy sixteen, and mass layoffs in the games industry? I'm pretty good at me. It's like That's Final true. Fantasy sixteen. Aaron and like Ryan trounced it so hard that I didn't even buy it. Well, Ryan, right. I know like when we first started, Ryan was like their biggest cheerleader. He was their cheerleader, and then he, he went, chat so much with when, when he got disappointed. Yeah, and then like his shit bricked on him, well, and then he couldn't figure out how to. He couldn't figure out how to. Oh, yeah, he couldn't figure out how to fucking like get the game to work anymore. And that was on hardware. That was on a PlayStation. It wasn't like it was on his, you know, super computer fighting robot that he has in his house. Like, couldn't even run on, like, just fucking, you know, a fucking console. So. All right. That's it. We're locking it in for most disappointing of 2023. Secret Invasion. Starfield, The Witcher Season 3, Final Fantasy 16, and mass layoffs in the games industry. That makes you feel great, right, guys? Uh, to start with, with Motus. I'm depressed. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Let's go into good stuff, right? No, it's like that. Let's uh, do it. That was like what I would imagine a Festivus airing of grievances would probably be. You, you gotta eat your veggies before desserts. I mean, come on. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I love vegetables. I don't even eat dessert. Damn. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. Good stuff. I'm gonna start with Ryan's uh, list while you do that. Uh, he he nominated Thorfinn from Vinland Saga. Uh, he did that uh, in previous Naughties as well. He's on the bracket. He, he loves. Yeah, and and the bracket of nonsense. Thorfinn is a uh, a mainstay of the podcast somehow. Uh, Thorfinn from <laughs> Vinland Saga. Uh, Ryan also a new patron Thorfinn. <laughs> Also nominated Bella from Poor Things. Twilight. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, well, it's the same <laughs> character. It most people don't know. Uh, Poor Things is just um, a sequel. She, to, to she lost all her money. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what Poor Things is about. Uh, uh, Ken, Haven't been able to see that yet. Poor Things. I'm surprised it's uh, it's in like uh, local theaters. Uh, Poor Things. I, I've heard it's it's hard to find in in some areas. I mean, it might not be anymore. That was like yeah, a couple weeks that ago. that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Ryan. Whoa. That was a weird uh, way to say Ryan. Ryan also nominated Ken from oh, Barbie. Uh, That's a good one. Good, uh, good, good nomination there. Ken is great. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to have some issues with this one, but uh, Lazelle from Baldur's Gate 3. Um, she's the fucking worst. I'm fucking gonna worst. have to agree with you, Aaron. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I don't know uh, why she's the most disagreeable like character. <laughs> could do everything she wants, and she's so disagreeable still. Uh, <laughs> I I will give. So I will give. Um, like it's more so her race of characters. I think the all uh, oh, your races. Whoa! <laughs> no, no, I, I think the Gith Yankee, <laughs> the Gith Yankee race is really cool, guys. Oh, um, I bet. I yeah, but you, you have a Gith Yankee friend too. Yeah, so can't be yeah I do. Yeah, you know, my most of my best friends are Gith Yankee. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, Lazelle, uh, I, I'm already voting that one down because I, I think she's a, a big old wet blanket. But uh, Ryan right. loves her. Oh, and no. I think that speaks. I'll, I'll give Ryan some credit or I'll give Baldur's Gate three more so credit. Um, it is a very like. You're going to have your own story, like everyone's going to have their right. own story. There's so much variability in like how the characters can be shaped so mm-hmm. um it's i i suppose there's a an alternate like playthrough of that game where lazel's just fucking cool but uh i've only done, i've done that that naked now. orc chick he's always posting that is yeah. the naked yes i've done three playthroughs now and none yeah. of my choices ever align with the the gith yankee i'm gonna i think my next playthrough is going to be a gith yankee playthrough mm-hmm. where i just Eddie. side with them on everything which I can only assume is going to make everybody hate me because they have the worst decisions. But yeah, I guess that's what to do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'll 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 start because actually I I probably should have done that because that's how it was in, in my Discord and uh, anyway. Um, so I'll start after after Ryan. Uh, Tomas, I think you might have missed. He did Thorfinn, he did Bella, and he did Ken from uh, Bari Belda from Poor Things, uh, not from Twilight. We confirmed. I didn't. You didn't do Ken from Street Fighter Six. <laughs> uh, no, surprisingly, same Ken. Same Ken. Yeah, uh, yeah, same Ken. Uh, just like Bella is the same from uh, uh, Saga. You didn't even oh, okay. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, my best characters of 2023. Um, number five, uh, Chai from Hi-Fi Rush. Um, he's, he's kind of your, um, basic ass. I think like people have called him like a, a himbo Himbo. and stuff like that. Himbo. Um, But I think he's kind of the, one of the best instances of a character like that he's kind of like a a a lovable goof like a fry from futurama a a goku from dragon ball or something like that i don't like goku but he's he's just like i just 
I lo- I like his character design. First off, I love like um, minor spoilers for Hi-Fi Rush. If anyone cares, uh, he gets a an iPod like grafted into his his body and his soul. Um, and uh, I I like his character design. I like his weapon is like this weird. He's got magnetic powers where he creates like guitars out of uh, various pieces and parts like metal. He's kind of Magneto. Um, he's just like. He's just pleasant in a lot of ways and just a really goofy, um, very he, agreeable. He's very, yeah. And I, I just, I think he's in a game with a, a fun ensemble, a game that I would have, uh, nominated for best ensemble. I think, I think Chai is a lot of fun. Uh, so that's uh, Chai, the main character from high fi rush. Uh, next. All I heard was Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, next is Izzy Hands from Our Flag Means Death. Um, I almost nominated him in this category in uh, previous Naughties. Um, I really liked the um, the arc uh, that he went on in season two of Our Flag Means Death. Um, uh, let's say it's a, a very full arc, uh, <laughs> and um, I just think I think that dude uh, Con O'Neill uh is the, the actor uh he's got such a unique like presence his voice is very odd uh he gets to sing he has a musical uh part in this uh this uh season and um i i, I did a little uh digging and he's done like musicals and stuff he's like a stage actor um and uh I just think like he's like an opera singer or something, didn't yeah, he he's, say? Yeah, he's like classically trained and stuff, so um, it makes a lot of sense now. Uh, he's got a really nice, uh, really nice voice, and um, I think he, he he's got a really great arc in in this season and and what's probably going to be our final season of uh, our flag means death uh, after two oh, two years. No. So um, I think uh, yeah, Izzy Hands, big big fan. Uh, and uh, my next one, as I type here, uh, is Carlac from uh Baldur's Gate 3 um in a game where like there's a huge cast of characters lots of side characters lots of choice in how you like go about different characters i think carlac just shines in a way that a lot of the other ones don't i could kind of take or leave a lot of the characters in in Baldur's Gate 3 uh love the game but like kind of could take or leave a lot of the storylines and stuff Carlyke is just consistently. She's cool. Uh, she has like a really thought-provoking kind of like a story arc, her background, and everything else. And some of the like final choices you you know can make uh, near, near the end, and kind of where she ends up um, in the world is uh, is really uh, really awesome. I, I love the like Carlyke ending that I got at least uh, in in my and Kayla's path playthrough and she's got a cool cool ass character design as well uh if you haven't seen her she's just this this beast of a uh is she a tiefling i i don't exactly yeah yeah okay but she's she's been like experimented on too so she's kind of like a cyborg in a sense like she's got a an infernal engine that's really weird um she's got a lot of really cool like Care, like, oh. design choices about her. She's um, got the best lines too. She's so mm-hmm. you feel good when you when you call her into battle. And she, oh yeah, and and she's also pretty much like one of my favorites to to play with as well. Like she she's just really I mean, useful I'm... as a as a battle uh, as a as a fighter um, as well. 
Uh, my number two is Sam Lake, uh, uh, <laughs> the, the creator uh, and uh, overall kind of uh, mind behind um, the the Remedy Connected Universe, um, who like literally is inside of uh, Alan Wake too. Uh, he he not only uh did the motion capture and facial capture uh for alex casey the character in he sam lake the person is also it's mad as fuck uh but he's also in the game uh so you could see uh sam lake uh quite a bit in uh alan wake 2 uh singing dancing uh, and generally just being a a joy of a human being um and uh yeah uh sam lake is my second favorite character of 2023. Um, also, he's a great interview. You know, he's a lot of fun. Uh, Miles Morales. I'm cheating a little bit here. We got two Miles Moraleses, and I'm not saying which one because uh, they're both just near and dear to me in my heart. Uh, we got Spider-Verse, Miles Morales, uh, across the Spider-Verse this year, and we also got uh, Miles Morales in Spider-Man 2. Um in so many ways, they're it's really the same kind of depiction. We got a different voice actor in, in both. But Very like, hard to separate them. It's incredibly hard for me to separate them. Um, so I'm not going to. I'm just going to say Miles Morales is my favorite character of 2023. Uh, I, Miles I per right. hour Morales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's wonderful. Uh, he is my Spider-Man. So, uh, Aaron, you're next uh, in my window. I was thinking. All right. Uh, mine aren't in any particular order. <laughs> um, I also just kind of put characters I like, put a ton of thought into it, like you guys. Did. <laughs> uh, I liked Scuba Skew from mm. Star Wars Survivor or Jedi Survivor. Big man. Because he's really funny. Scuba <laughs> Uva uh, Steve. I have a uh, Superfly from Mutant Mayhem. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He was really cool. He is good. Uh, no, no Ray Filet. <laughs> he, he was really in it though. Like he had a couple. Of them. Uh, it, was, it was a really good Rogues Gallery. Really yeah. Um, yep. Get the that yeah, little up. alien that runs on the wall and no one will save you. Mm. I love that part. That is so cool. <laughs> It was scary, so like that alien. Sick alien. <laughs> I don't know why I like him so much. Love the alien design in general in that movie. Big fan. Yeah, I like the different like evolutions of it. And, yeah. Uh, Zach from Abbott Elementary, um, which is Jacob's boyfriend. That he he's just so funny. I just love him. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> show. Um, Good show. And then the uh, George from the show Fisk. Um, oh yeah! Oh man, that's such a good show. It is. It's so good. I love George so much. I'm having trouble spelling fucking George. From what show is it? Fisk. Fisk. It's a lawyer Fisk. drama. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not a drama. It's a comedy. It's funny. Probate lawyer in Australia. It's it's really. Okay. Um, but those are my character. <laughs> George from Fisk. I like it. I like it. I want more Fisk. 
It's the, the, I watched. I, there's a new. I we just finished the second season. I'm like, okay, when's yep. the third one coming out? It turns out the second season just came out. So next year. <laughs> yeah, but man, it's. It's just it's, one of those weird ones I stumbled upon. I think because yeah. I watched Great British Bake Off, it pops right. up. Like then I used so to, good. I watched Kath and Kim also. So it was like, gives me all the Australian <laughs> fucking <laughs> suggestions. Good show. Love it. Fisk. Uh, Mike, what do you got? All right. Uh, number five, I have Miles Morales. Hey. Uh, and I was almost a coward. There like, I am going to pick Across <laughs> the Spider-Verse, Miles. Uh, there you go. Mainly for that that huge chase scene. And um, I don't want to... Spo- I almost had this in moments. I didn't ultimately spoil my list. But uh, just that, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. Mm. Like, that choice that he makes uh, mm. really stuck with me. As like, man, that was, that was fucking... That was cool as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just love all the scenes with his parents, all the scenes with him in the spot. Uh, just a great character. The Miles in Spider-Man 2, the game is, is great as well, but uh, I'll, I'll go with uh, the movie version for sure. Uh, my number four is Philomena Kunk, mm. uh, played by Diane Morgan. Uh, uh, she has uh, from the show Kunk on Earth. <laughs> And it is basically just like a you know world history for dummies type type of thing that she's going on an odyssey through the history of the world, and she's doing one of those like Daily Show uh, type things where you're doing interviews with people who are you know real experts. These, yes, these extremely expert people on like you know the most important things, <laughs> and uh, she's she's really just you know pulling their leg the the whole time and. Uh, uh, she's my favorite version of that that I've ever seen. I thought she was really, really great at it. And uh, never seen her in... I know she's in a lot of like BBC stuff. Um, and I uh, want to check out more of her work. Diane Morgan. Uh, number three, I have Big Hill from Res Dogs, Reservoir Dogs, uh, played by uh, Zahn McLernan, I believe. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just... Uh, on a show full of great characters, I thought and this is the final season of res dogs. I thought, I don't know. Big just seems like he just came away as the heart of the show. Almost for me after this one, there's uh, those flashback like scenes and shit with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And, we got a lot uh, of Zon this year. We had him in, in, oh my, he's dogs. everywhere. He was in nocturne and, uh, in echo. As well. Oh, that's yeah. right. He, he's like the main, the the one cool bad dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's a native uh, vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Resident native. I just there's lots yeah, of them he, now. He yeah, does, there there's <laughs> some <laughs> great heartfelt stuff with him in this. Uh, oh yeah. Great comedic stuff as always. Uh, yeah. You know his his relationship with uh, the lady that works at the oh, clinic. Yeah, at the desk. Great. And. He's just, he's just awesome. I love him and everything that I've ever seen him in, and uh, mm-hmm. wanted to give him that shout out. Big shout. Number two, I have Garl from Sea of Stars. Oh yeah, Garl. Uh, Garl's great. He's the reason why that that narrative works. Um, I think the game does a really cool thing where the two main characters aren't. They're like the MacGuffin 
of the whole story, know, but they're yeah. not really involved with it all that much. They're really more the the crux of the of combat. Yeah. And Garl is really where the narrative shines. Every kind of uh, obstacle or kind of you know thing that uh, next like task that you know insurmountable thing they need to uh, to accomplish. Garl just with just through his personality and his humanity and 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 how great he is, uh, similar to like a Luffy on One Piece that he just keeps gaining these allies, gaining these friendships uh, throughout the narrative. And, uh, he's great. I, I, he makes great sacrifices through it. He's, he's just one of those awesome, uh, blokes. He's best yeah. bloke, you know? Uh, that's good. He is. I love Garl. He was on my long list. Oh yeah. All hell Garl. Number one is Ken, uh, from <laughs> Barbie for me. Hey. Played expertly Bye, by Ryan Gosling. Um, I think that's, I, I you know, uh, Guy, white guy on a podcast in his thirties talking about Barbie, uh, you know, Hell yeah, bumper up there. But I think ben Fenders. that is the reason why that movie is so great. <laughs> I'll support you in that. Um, <sighs> and I, I think it'll be a damn shame if if Robert Downey wins uh, Best Supporting Oscar over him. I think it should go to Gosling, and mm. uh, that's my list. Hell yeah. Yeah, he got to fully just do everything, you know. Like he's the he's the song and dance man, and he and he got to do it. Uh, so good, good, good. Gosling, uh, Tomas, best characters for twenty twenty three. Let's go. Uh, all right, so I'm going to start off. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Superfly with Aaron. Hey, I felt like I felt like Cube just like devoured scenes in that movie. Like, yeah. I almost forgot that movie came out this year. It's like one of the one of the one of the two movies I saw. But I, I said all the movies I saw. All the movies I saw this year were quote unquote kid movies too. Saw Elemental. It's pretty decent. Very good. Saw Trolls World Tour. Not too bad. I'm gonna go with a different one from Res Dogs. I picked Willie Jack. I feel like. She was the most actualized character over the kids. Um, kind of came into her own, uh, more more tied to her roots. Uh, you know, the idea of like she's she works on this idea of like wanting to become a spiritual, I guess, leader in her community. Uh, you know, then there's the whole big send off at the end uh, that you know what was it? Uh, is it Sepako or yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one of their one of the elders dies, the old medicine man, and they do this. I mean, I I don't want to dip into moments. But <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah, Willie Jack, Willie she's Jack. great. Former uh, nonsense of the year award show. winner. Willie what Jack. a show! Yeah. Um. Then I picked uh, Queen Charlotte from Queen Charlotte. Whoop whoop. Uh, I just really liked that show. It's really good. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Bridgerton rep. What up? A lot better um, than Bridgerton. A lot, well, that's the thing. I was like, I was like watching this. I'm like, God damn. It was like fucking side character show that I was like, ah, you know, it's supplementary, fill in the gap between seasons. And I'm like, God, show fucking slaps <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's a real G too. So yeah. Yeah. Stand by your man. What's up? Uh, and then, uh, I don't think I got five, but, uh, my last one, I picked a Richie from the bear Yeah, character. I absolutely hated, um, for a long time, but I love Richie. Oh God. He was, he was like the key point of like my anxiety watching that first season. He's so antagonistic, uh, but like him stepping out of his own way, like in this last season and just fucking just starting to come into his own. Um, his episode that he gets is so good. So it's, good. Yeah, man. Guys, guys no. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What? My long list of most disappointing is the bear. How people liked Richie. <laughs> wow. You guys, we are all people. Does anybody ever just like go to one week of work and completely change who they are as a person and everybody likes them? Excuse me. I did. That, I did one, that... one week. That's no. how I became me. <laughs> have, 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 you cleaned, have you cleaned forks? Yeah, yes, I actually I have. I I have I am one of the people here who has worked at a restaurant. I I see I don't I don't take that episode as as such a leap of logic like that of like oh of course he works for one week there and now he's like an expert at this thing. I I just think that that was always there. I, he always just needed I don't even care about the expert of 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 work, his yeah. personality, the fact that people like him, the fact that that the guy, the the guy who was like showing him around and like giving him the job is like, oh man, thanks, Richie, you're a real pal. Call me anytime. What the fuck? That is not <laughs> the character that Richie is. But maybe that's maybe I don't that's, like it. Maybe that's I, the character of like the people who are helping Richie out to become a better person. Because a lot of being in recovery myself, uh, it takes a lot of patience working with new people and you have to take that higher road in order patience, to get that motherfucker right? over, th- over to that next hump. But um, patience means it takes time, right? No, no, no. It takes no, right? time to get to these things. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get it. One week, he's not going to be a completely different person, but he was going through other shit before that too. Like a lot of his life that is hitting a brick. Away? Huh? That shit didn't go away. I know. I know. I think they like did. It's, a, a really, there was an interview with with uh, the actor uh, uh, Eben Moss Bacharach, I think is his name. Yes. Uh, uh, there was a, a good interview. I think it was on the Ringer, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, where they they did kind of acknowledge that, like, yeah, no one's gonna change in a week, kind of thing. Like, we had to do it for, like, you know, it's a TV show, so they had TV to show. like make that make sense in the story and everything else but like um i do think it's just like an avatar for 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 the viewer of just like to show the um richie i could kind of take or leave but i think that episode and just like the 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 lesson he does learn is is pretty fucking phenomenal um even if he would have learned it in a week (laughs) whether whether or not it carries on like I, I think that like it's it's they give him a moment. Uh, whether or not his character continues to stay, that probably not. I mean, look at Carmi at the end of that fucking season. He has a complete take- fucking catastrophic meltdown and burns everything down. And that's to me, that's early recovery in a fucking nutshell. 
you're so fucking fragile that all it takes is that one little fucking thing and the whole thing goes pickety bam. And it's very possible that still might happen for Richie. But in the meantime, I'm championing my boy. Like he's yeah, yeah he fucking he did good. Cause at the beginning of the season, his house of cards is about to tumble. Like he's Absolutely. trying to like tell Carmi, like, man, I just you ever just feel like a failure or whatever he's like saying there in the basement of the restaurant or whatever. And I think that it's, he's trapped in that thing of the past of what the bear used to be, what the restaurant used to be. Yeah. Um, and everyone's, everything's changing. Carmi has changed, you know, Michael is gone, blah, 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 you know, all of this thing. And he's the last, yeah. And it's like, no, it's time to put up or shut up about whether to be a, an adult or not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 he makes that choice. Like, I don't think that's a, that's a choice you can make like within a week. I, I, I think I, I don't know. Hey, take me more time to accept him. him. <laughs> oh no, absolutely. And that's a, and that's recovery in a nutshell too. That's why we have Alan on. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to trust. The, 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 the perpetual <laughs> fuck up to change overnight, you know, in the eyes of everybody else around them, it doesn't happen. I mean, if um, I if I met Olivia Coleman, uh, even just for like five minutes, it probably changed my life. So, yes, uh, good yeah. point. You know, <laughs> all right, you got uh, me there. <laughs> Richie's my Love boy. Be damned. I'll I'll die on this hill. Uh, call it a hill, if you will. But yeah, I'm going out swinging for my boy Richie. But yeah, I only have four. That's and, right. uh, one, of them, old. one of one of them was kind of uh, shoehorned in a little bit because uh, I forgot about Superfly until Aaron. Superfly <laughs> man. But yeah. Uh, Kayla, you're last on uh, best characters. Go ahead and say Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't um, that be the ultimate heel turn? Like I actually love so Richie. Final Fantasy Nine remake. <laughs> I I will start at my number five this time. Cool. Uh, my number five is Kamala Khan because Ooh. I think she is carrying Marvel at this time. I really liked uh, the show. Uh, it was a great introduction to her. Again, what I want out of my Marvel is like fun superhero, beating up bad guys, fun action, fun quip. Like that's. That's what that show gives you. That's what the Marvels gives you with Kamala Khan. Spoiler alert, the end credits is also, like, makes me giddy. I think the Marvels itself, all the best parts had Kamala Khan in them. The music is great. The battle is great. She's just a positive, like, she's bringing positivity to Marvel, and that's what we need at this point. That's the person I want to be next to. Hell yeah, Kamala Khan. But she's too woke. <laughs> she's been woke. She's been living her Muslim female life this whole time. We're just now giving it some recognition. Kayla's woke, okay? Ooh, <laughs> Give me that. Get it. Get it. My really, eyes are open. I, I really like the also, <laughs> also, as a men fender, number four, Ken oh, yeah. Barbie, he's the best part of that Black movie, I think. I think as much as like Margot Robbie is fantastic, she is overshadowed by just how like charming 
Ken is. And I think he does a really, really good it, it in a really good way, he like brings to light the way that society even would look at women. It's just we're looking at it as Ken. And mm. even the fact then they'll switch it right then and there and say, like, no, it is Ken. I'm a liberated man. I know I can cry. Like, oh, that's just so fun. And just the fact that he tries so hard to do whatever he can for Barbie and he's just so funny. You know, I thought I'd thought I'd spend the night to do what? Hey. <laughs> I mean, Crazy. I honestly don't know. <laughs> like, it's just, oh my God. Every time I've seen that movie now three times and every time I'm just so giddy uh, when his parts are coming up. I'm just like, oh yeah, this, this part's real good. This part's real good. Like, it's just so fun. Ken. I put some gray sweatpants on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. Ken's got nothing down there. It's right. true. Right, right. He doesn't have genitals. <laughs> I have all the genitals. He's smooth, baby. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> that movie's great. But anyways, uh number three, I have Rebecca Welton from Ted Lasso. Oh. Uh I think she had a really good arc. Um there were there were some scenes in my long list that didn't quite make the cut that uh, have her in it. Um, she just really is accepted herself as an adult, powerful woman who doesn't need to be manipulated and pushed by a man. Hell yeah. Lady Fender after Barbie. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Rebecca's great. Rebecca's great. Uh, the, the rest of my list are all ladies. Um, Ooh. number two, I have Ozzy from Scavenger's Reign. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Man, <laughs> she's just the baddest motherfucker. And so cool. She's by herself in this wild, wild world, except for with her, like, artificial intelligence, who she, like, uh, comes to have a friendship with because the, due to the planet, it is manipulating the the artificial intelligence and it, that part's beautiful she's like all by herself at points she's with people she absolutely does not trust and you can just like see her watching them and understanding them and planning around them it's just a really cool show and she's a lot of fun hell yeah great pick Number one, I got Carlac. Hey, Carlac. Carlac from Baldur's Gate. Um, she is echoing everything that Eric said. It, one of the things that I really liked about Baldur's Gate, weirdly, was like the sound. Like it's such mm. a because there'd be times where you know Eric might be planning what he's doing in his shit. So I start looking at my phone, and then when it's my turn, this like sound happens with her and all of her like power ups the sounds are just so so satisfying and she's so powerful shoving shove a bitch all the time (laughs) she's always gonna make it successful and she's just like it's her and she's just like fuck yes she's got her big ass weapons she i can make her giant she's just down to fucking wreck shit and she's just so friendly and like I played Dark Urge and her and they just have like such a you build such a bond and such a respect 
with them and you help each other out and it's just so it's her story is very moving i love it and fucking carlack man yeah carlack's great she looks like, like crawlers an... you could throw people Ooh. what about i didn't throw people uh i you did throw no. people yeah a couple i did throw people. Throw people. Yeah. <laughs> with my enraged throw barbarian and then you take tavern brawlers a feet and you just throw people and things constantly and you'll kill everything around you it, I would frenzy a lot, and that would give you enraged throw, and I would, yeah, I would throw shit. <laughs> she's just, oh, she's just the best. Love her. Good stuff. That's my, that's my fight. Carlac. Okay, so we had a, a quite Ooh. a few double ups. We had Ken, uh, multi-time, uh, Miles Morales as well, uh, Superfly, and Carlac, all um, multiple I like that list. Those are good. Those are good. <laughs> Solid. Uh, but we still need a fifth. Uh, um, we're, we're missing a res on there. Yeah, we're missing I like, a res. I like putting a res on there. I almost put Willie Jack on my list, and this would have been the first season that I would have nominated her. I think she's been on our other two lists. I think you're right. Um, at least the long lists of both of them. I thought she really, really came like her hers did come full circle. Like, man, she she had the the choice to step up and she did. She seeked it. She wanted it. Mm -hmm. She was looking for it. It was beautiful. I mean, I love Willie Jack. Um I I I like kind of hovered over Garl of like Sea of Stars. Um, I was only kind of so-so on Sea of Stars as a whole. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Um, but uh, that game doesn't work without Garl. Garl. Uh, he's like fundamental to where the like plot goes and and like some of the the biggest moments. Um, main main characters don't have anything like. Without him, there's no through line to the game. Yeah, I agree. I think he's. I think he's at least one of the most important characters of 2023. Uh, love w Willie Jack. Uh, would not be sad if Willie Jack made it um, on there. Um, I think Sam Lake is a inspired pick. You know, uh, no one else had the the guts to do it, but um, no, he uh, did. I like I like the name Scuba Steve. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he's really good. He's got a like a thick Scottish accent too, and he's just he you run into him and uh, he's just kind of like a collectible guy. Uh, he's he's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's got a cool little cart submarine thing. R Richie, um, I want Willie Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that you know both characters had. A lot of growth. <laughs> yeah. no, okay. I mean, there's a lot of things about <laughs> Willie Jack that are like, uh, at least definitely in earlier seasons, that are pretty um, uh, abrasive, you know, whatever you want to say. In, oh, God, in the yeah. same way that like Richie is abrasive and stuff. Um, but I, this hey, is, this I'm is, fine with Willie Jack if that's. This is Willie Jack's last season to potentially, you know, she's she's doing the three-peat, right? <laughs> I uh I I like Big also. I think Big is is really I like big. Big, also. big is great. I think we haven't given him maybe some of uh his due in in previous seasons of uh Reservation Dogs and stuff too. I feel like True. Big has just been a part of this pod for a, for a long time and he needs needs a shout out, I, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Um I know guys. What, I spelled Ozzy's name AZI. I I don't know if I looked that is up. Is that right? Yeah. I I Ozzy. I, just, I think you're probably right. Uh Ozzy. Yeah. 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 
Ozzy's really pretty good cool too. too yeah, after, Ozzy's really after, good. After, Scavenger's after. Rain, people, go check it out. Great show. Um, Kamala is is really good as well in the Marvels. I think if if, in it. if Marvel has any chance <laughs> of like being okay in the future, I think it needs more Kamala Khan or or finding other people like Kamala Khan. Um, uh, guys, what do you my think? vote would be Willie Jack or, or Richie. Willie Jack or w- Richie. Uh, Aaron, you got any thoughts? I like Kamala Khan. Okay. Tell I can't choose. I put both of them on. <laughs> uh, okay. You got. You guys have to decide. Top thirty. You have to pick between two because right now there's three. You didn't put Kamala Khan on there. Okay, so, so our, our our final three that we're kind of picking against Willie Jack, Kamala Khan, Richie. Is that like kind of the? What it seems like so far. Okay. Well, she had somebody so else to nominate. Dogs, things you should probably just be one of them, right? That makes sense. They've been they've been represented uh, in previous noddies, you know. They've, they, Willie I Jack, think they'll Willie continue to be represented. Won this category before, so. Um, hey. Um. So that would be a you know a double up uh, kind of situation. Yeah. I don't. I. If she deserves it, she deserves it. She deserves it. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um. Man, what a great show. Eric, I, I, I like to see Res Dogs on as many of our lists as, as, as I can. I'll do it. Uh, Willie Jack. I'll, I'll do Willie Jack then, I guess. I think oh, I, I think, think you're the tiebreaker. Yeah. Then then we'll just I'll just call it make it make it simple and uh and say Willie Jack. So our best characters are Ken from Barbie, Miles Morales from various Spider Man properties, uh Superfly from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Carlac from Baldur's Gate 3, and Willie Jack from Reservation Dogs. That's, that's it, folks. Day one of the Nonsense of the Year Awards. What a marathon it was. We did our... Most disappointing and best character awards for 2023. They were in most disappointing Secret Invasion, Starfield, Witcher Season 3, Final Fantasy 16, and the mass layoffs in the games industry. In best character, we had Ken from Barbie, Miles Morales from Spider Man, Superfly from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Carlac from Baldur's Gate 3, and Willie Jack from Reservation Dogs. Uh, we will be back with day two, and uh, we'll get best moment. We'll get best video game, best show, and best movie of 2023. <laughs> we'll see if we can fit them all in one day, or if we're doing this three days, folks. Uh, stick around uh, and and see what we do. Uh, but that's the end of the episode. It'll be on YouTube in video format and all of your podcast apps. Uh, check it out. And uh, all right, we're getting out of here, and we're saying. See ya. Naughty, naughty. Naughty, naughty. Bye. We like party. <laughs>